And welcome back to another episode of Christian Music Guys Podcast. This is Chris, your host, and today we are going to be talking about Christian comedians. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was a good intro. Good introduction. Good introduction. Well, obviously, today's episode is not so serious. Um, it is Thanksgiving week, guys. Yeah. Well, that's a serious <laughs> thing. I'm off. <laughs> Nothing is, is serious. It's uh, nice to be well, off. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? So, for those that are listening, we are three brothers, um, but I am currently living in Florida, and my two other brothers are living in Louisville, Kentucky. So, He's obviously, us. we won't be together for Thanksgiving. So what are you guys doing on Thanksgiving? Well, Chris and I will be together. Yeah, we we will be together. We're going to your mom's house. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. Tell her I said hello. (laughs) Well, yes, it is Thanksgiving. What are you doing, Jacob? What are you doing? Because um, you're kind of down there all by yourself. What are you doing? Well, no, not by myself. Uh, Lindsay, my wife. Her parents are coming in town. Oh, the, yeah, they live in, here. They live down there in Florida. Yeah, right? they live a few hours away, and so they'll be coming down. And then we have some friends coming too on Thanksgiving, and uh, yeah, and then uh, it's so nice because Black Friday this year is actually on Friday, so we're gonna get up, actually go to bed and sleep, and then just get up early mm-hmm. and go shopping. And and rather than missing Thanksgiving, we can actually. Um, have you know all Thanksgiving together, and then go in the morning to shop. So yeah, Jesse, I remember always, you guys have always been the hardcore Black Friday shoppers, leaving <clears throat> right after Thanksgiving. I hate Black Friday shopping. I'm a Cyber Monday guy. I stay at yeah. home and sit on my computer. I, I don't like going to the stores and fighting everybody. Years ago, Jesse, I remember taking your wife, Lindsay, me and Lindsay, and then we took your wife, Karina. Black Friday shopping, and um, it was an experience. She laughed and was thought it was so hilarious, but she loved it. And uh, I remember doing, you know, a few other times going shopping with her with Lindsay and her, and we would shop. And then, then you guys get married, and I don't know if we all went shopping together, but I just remember, you know, when she first moved to America. Um, Jesse's wife is from Mexico, so. When she first moved to the States, you know, it was a few years, you know, she was probably what, 17, 18. And then we took her shopping and was just, she loved it. You know, it was so funny. I've been maybe twice since we've been married. I I don't know. Chris, what about you? You do any Black Friday shopping? Oh, I, I, I like to go. I usually will go, well, not this year because it's not open but a lot of times i'll go on friday night well thursday night i meant so thanksgiving night but this year we're actually leaving to nashville on friday so okay i don't know if we're really gonna be doing much much shopping we're we're gonna celebrate our five-year anniversary and her birthday awesome yeah target came out actually today and 
came out and announced for for now on they will be closed on Thanksgiving um, every year and only open for Black Friday. You know, open that weekend on Black Friday, and and I'm like, well, that's how it should be. You know, like these past few years before COVID, um, a lot of these places starting. You know, it used to be like six or five a.m. and then it started being like three, and then one o'clock in the morning, and then midnight, and then you know, next thing you know, it they were opening at like three or four p.m. on Thanksgiving, and it just kind of ruined the whole, you know, the feeling of the official kickoff for Christmas and the whole, you know, you know, just the the element of the the fun, the fun part of Black Friday shopping. And you know, you had to miss like, especially to get the good deals. You know, it was during Thanksgiving Day, like, and it and I felt bad for the workers because. We would talk to the workers every year and they're like, yeah, we have to have our Thanksgiving on Wednesday or Thursday morning, like, cause they had to be at work at like 12 or one o'clock and that's like crazy. So yeah, I like love it that it's going back to the original, how it used to be. Yeah. I say give it a couple of years. They'll, <laughs> they'll probably go back. All it takes is one store to do it and then they all do it. Um, I hope not. I hope not. So I think my Guys. favorite thing about Thanksgiving, though, is uh, I'm officially it's it is now officially okay for me to have my Christmas tree up, even though it's already been up for a few weeks. Right now, it's like now I'm not weird, and now I can yeah, actually yeah. put lights outside the house because that's kind of what we're waiting for to decorate the outside of the house with Thanksgiving. You know, the inside's done, um, yeah, but people can't see that; they don't know where the the weirdos mm-hmm. that put it up. Oh no, know, my lights have been up nobody. since. The weekend after Halloween on the outside of the house. Yeah, we just finished yeah, like our today. Like outside. I said, like I said, every neighborhood has that weirdo. Yeah. Yep. I mean, uh, my I'm... neighbor literally was like, I was putting lights on the house and up on the roof, and he hollers out, Hey, Griswold. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. On, I was like, we that's were... the best. That's the best. The biggest compliment I've ever had in my whole life, right there. <laughs> so we passed out candy to trick-or-treaters on that day on halloween and uh, our christmas tree was up and we had uh people knocking on the door and our christmas trees up on halloween so but our outdoor decorations wasn't up yet but yeah it's it's funny we i like to I like to put everything up early and get started early just like you guys well um we are going to be discussing just a little bit today on uh, Christian comedians. So it's not necessarily music, but a lot of these comedians have put out songs that have been pretty popular, you know, a lot of downloads, of, um, a lot of things like that. And so we are going to just be discussing different comedians that we enjoy and playing different clips of some of the comedians' uh, famous videos. And we have compiled a list of a few comedians that we we just want to talk about for a little bit. And um, Jesse, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah, of course I'll go first, man. Here's the thing. I, I want to go first because I feel like I got to get the uh, the easy one out of the way and steal everyone else's thunder. Cause, oh, we can like, always go back. <laughs> you can me. edit, fix it in the edit, right? I'm going to be last now. <laughs> Um, no. I mean, come on. I mean, you, you can't really talk about Christian comedy, especially being uh, a child of the 80s or 
Chris, in your in your very young experience, a child of nineteen ninety, um, and not talk about Mark Lowry, uh, talking about Christian comedians. I mean, I feel like he at least the he's legend, probably not the one that started it, but he's you know someone in their mid thirties, um, thinking about Christian comedians. I feel like if you grew up in a Christian home, Mark Lowry is kind of the the guy that that everybody remembers and his songs and. Um, yeah, man, just like growing up, listening to all of his spoofs on, on, um, cassette tape. Yeah, man, the cassette tape in our old, uh, I remember we would drive in our old blue Ford, was it Aerostar or something like that? The thing that had holes in the floor because Uh it was so old and rusty. We used to peel off the back sides of the van like the plastic off of it and there'd be plastic pieces everywhere I yeah that. this van this, this is why we can never the... have nice things yeah. <laughs> this van that's what i was... say none of my kids that's why we can't oh, have man. nice things <laughs> dude i think about that van and i'm like good lord i mean we put that van through the ringer but yeah but we would drive around that van that was funny just and it was a com- it was comedic in and of itself but we would listen to mark lowry on the uh on the uh, cassette tape. And we, ha- I mean, I, rem- I remember having that thing memorized and like from beginning to end. And, um, and honestly, Mark, if, if you're listening to this, Mark, uh, I have to thank you. Cause I stole so many of your jokes and took them to school and I claimed them as my own. That's right. Copyright infringement. Ah, <laughs> infringement. Yeah, man. Deleted. If he wants Cancel. to come after the uh, the eight year old me, he's more than welcome. Bring it on. So Jesse, if you had to pick a album for Mark Lowry, what would your favorite be that he's released that he's put out? Are you, are you talking about the um, like, like the his comedy? comedy. Yeah, comedy albums. What's the one you have to remind me? Is it? Is it? Um, I think it's called "Remotely Controlled." Is that it? Yeah, yeah. That's the one that that's had, my favorite too. Um, oh yeah, of course it is. Uh, no, <laughs> that's that's the one I remember the most. Yeah. Well, it's the one because I remember like the and the old cup. basements. Old what is it? Basement. Or? Not old church had, basement. Like, that's was, Maverick City. No, no, no. What was it? Popping out the of old a, sanctuary. Um, old sanctuary. That's it. Wasn't he like popping out of a uh, TV or something on the thing? Mm-hmm. I'm, see, I'm about to look it up right now because I'm trying <clears> to remember what the picture looked And wasn't like. there like a 10 stories tall or something like that too? Yeah, 20 stories tall. Yeah, it's all of the, like his best yeah. oh, um, comedy But you know, acts. Mouth in Motion, that's one too, right? Mouth in Motion? Uh-huh. That was, we had all of them. Now, Mark would cover a lot of Christian artist songs like uh, Clay Cross's I Surrender All. He did I Can Eat It All. Y'all want to sing that? Choir. Oh, because I'm a butterball. I can eat it all. Which, Thanksgiving, full circle, you know what I mean? Hey, there you go, man. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? I I think I'm just looking them up right now. The last word, that joke, especially when he's talking about his mom wanting the last word, is that stands out to me. But I think Mm -hmm. my favorite, because the one I remember the most, I think, was. uh, remotely controlled. Just the yeah. that's. I think that's the one I had memorized. Talking about the uh, cooking the vegetables. Uh, you know, uh, being hyperactive um, and just all the songs. I'm trying. To, wait, what was the song on that one? Uh, what was one of the big songs on that album um, where he, that he spoofed? On which one? 
Uh, I Can Eat It All was on that one, right? Remotely uh, controlled? Yeah, I Can Eat It All. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The hair club, the hair club, the infomercials you would do. Yes, all yeah. the infomercials are the best. Those are fantastic. Now, yeah. I really like the mouth of motion, the face in this world um, song. It's placed Michael in this w. world Smith, by Michael right? W. Smith, but he, you know, he spoofed it. And it's, I'm looking for a surgeon who work overtime to find my face in this world. That's Not so a lot good. to work with, but I need his knife to help me find my face in this world. That's, that's like, I wonder, I wonder if, if that was like difficult. I'm like, at what point in his career was it like, it was, it was easy for him to ask artists, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, can I take the song that you're kind of famous and known for and completely make fun of you and roast it? And, right. and you'd be cool with it you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah yeah you really don't see the the present day christian comedians doing that like mark really was the has been the only comedian that has actually taken other christian songs from other artists and you know spoofed them so i mean he's like the uh weird owl of christian of christian music or Christian comedians, you know. But for those that do not know, Mark Lowry, you know, for the rest of his life, he'll be set, even if he doesn't have to do stand-up anymore or sing with the Gaither vocal band. He is the one that wrote Mary Did You Know. And um, Royalties. Royalties for life. I mean, the man wrote that song, I think he wrote it back in the 80s. And I don't know, I mean you would have to Google it. How many artists have, how many times that song has been covered? I would say well over a hundred different artists have covered that song. And every, you know, obviously it's a staple every Christmas. You hear it, you hear it, you know, at least one time every Christmas through, you know, a movie or if you go see a Christmas program or whatever, that song's always being sung and it, it will be sung until we go on, you know, the funny thing is is on that like uh so the remotely controlled right when you're looking at the track list of like what all the tracks were on that it says mary did you know was on it and it says mark's serious song (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is one of his serious songs little disclaimer mark mary did you know could be a comedy song like talking about someone who's forgetful you know like so you had to let people know i'm being real (laughs) I remember though, I kind of have, so like obviously growing up, like we, like I said, oh, he's playing the background songs. All right. Yeah. I, don't I remember like mid 90s when Mark Lowry was like at his biggest, I guess like he, he you know, he was super big and, and, right. and, and we, everybody knew his stuff and we had him memorized. He came to our church and yeah, I remember yeah. it was such a big deal. Like, we were, I was freaking out. Like I was gonna, it was like, it was, it's one of my earliest memories of like knowing that I was going to meet somebody who was kind of a big deal. And, uh, we had this, <laughs> I don't even know if the church provided it, but we had like these, the headshot photos of Mark Lowry and we, we got in line to get his autograph. autograph I was uh-huh. super pumped, man. And I remember we walked into the, um, uh, like the dining hall, like he was doing autographs there over by the dining dining hall. Yeah. We walk in and go up. He's super nice. Um, I'm pretty sure he had a mullet. Uh, I, yeah. I just remember him being super nice and real not and down to earth and took the time to talk to us. And uh, he, of course, like always pointed out 
you know, all the kids that have red hair and all that. So we had this like good interaction. I get, I get home. I, I, he signed it to me. I get home. Everybody's looking at their autographs. Oh, he wrote this thing. He spelled my name wrong. <laughs> I was I, devastated. I, I was devastated, man. I was like eight or nine. I don't even remember. Maybe 10. I mean, the fact that and you still remember that in that great detail is. It, it hurt me, see. man. Yeah. It devastated Mark, me. Mark, he wants like, an autograph with his right name on it. And you got to spell it right, man. I meant E. Yeah, like I'm gonna say, like I was so he he went from being my favorite person to me wanting to tell people, oh, some guy named Martin Lowry or something, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> he spelled my name yeah. wrong. Mark. I remember totally. Going to... Go ahead. No, because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shake it up. Oh, well, I, I <laughs> remember. <laughs> I remember going to a Christian music festival called Joy Jam and Mark Lowry was there and he actually, he opened up, I mean, there was a bunch of artists. It was like a, a creation type music fest, but it was uh, in Louisville, but he opened up for uh, Rich Mullins one year and he was there. And I remember going to try to meet Mark after, uh, after his set or whatever. And Rich, took the stage and you know there was several people down there to talk to mark and um got his autograph and everything and i remember him saying he was like okay i'm not going to take any more autographs right now i'll do it after rich is set i want to respect him and watch him perform and but he was really adamant about you know paying respects to rich mullins and so yeah i just remember that um I remember that memory of Mark, but yeah, we've seen him several times, like Jesse said, but yeah, he's, he is the goat of Christian comedy for sure. He needs to work on his spelling, but yeah, he's pretty funny. Yeah. We forgive you, Mark. Shake it up, Chris. What you got? Oh no, I was, I was going to shake it up, shake it up. Cause when I, when I remember the old, um, little shows or concerts that people came to our church was the the two that I remember the most. And it's funny how Jesse said the headshots, because I remember the headshots on both of these. They passed them out for autographs. It was Mark Lowry and Phil Driscoll. Yeah. I just remember that. Good old Phil. Yeah. <clears throat> both He'll be in our Christmas. Bullets, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said, I'm pretty sure I was about to say, yep, the other guy did too. That's right. I had a mullet last week, and then I finally cut it. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Good old Phil. Yeah, I remember. I remember um, a lot of that stuff. That was that was good times. Um, Another comedian. um, I hope I'm not taking yours, Chris. But um, another guy, and his name is Kev on stage, and he is a dude. He is a hilarious dude. Um, on YouTube, he's got close to a million subscribers and, you know, I I really just watch a lot of his videos. I know he's got a couple podcasts, but a lot of times he'll take like something that he sees on the news or someone that will send him a video, um, or different, you know, just different things like that. But he'll always do like a side by side of what's going on in that video and then his reaction to it as he's watching it. And React then, videos. Yes. And he will just 
commentate it after he's done and it is like hysterical like hysterical stuff but here's one video that i really like of his on youtube and it's a few years ago uh but he cancels the assignment of halloween costumes so he goes into a halloween store and this is what he says top videos right there y'all that's uh, so good man I, what i want to see is the people that were in the store shopping watching this dude walk around going i cancel any ghost unless it's the holy ghost like <laughs> i want to see that person's reaction to him <laughs> that's good stuff so yeah he's got uh according to fa on his facebook page he has close to three million followers so yeah he's he is uh, definitely hilarious. Um, I really I enjoy. I can't say I'm too familiar with him. I mean, I've, I think I've seen that video before, but he I has never his own. Knew. He has his own streaming service now. Does he really? Streaming yeah. service like Netflix, like yeah. A Netflix. Yeah. What's he got on it? I I, I haven't subscribed. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming from what I've seen, I'm assuming it's just like it's like. Just a bunch of different videos, like comedy videos and behind the scenes and stuff like that. Well, I canceled my subscription is what I did. I canceled it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, know. wait. Can I just put the best thing he said? 
Deadpool. You are live. Liverpool, he said. Liverpool, yes. That was fantastic. And those those kind of jokes, man, are so funny to people that grew up in church, especially, I mean, our background growing up in like, you know, a a Pentecostal church and and just like that, that just strikes our funny bone. Like it just hits something that. It's funny because we grew up in that, you know, and it's like, I'm sure there's people that hear that and they're like, that's not funny at all. That's hilarious to me. But see, you know, I've, you know, a lot of Christians think it's wrong to, to laugh and to, you know, to have Christian comedians up there talking about different things, but it's good. It's good for us. It's good for people to laugh and to have a sense of humor and, um, you know, to just just relax. Just cancel them. (laughs) <laughs> you're yeah. canceled oh man so chris what you got who you got um i think i think one that i always think about from back in youth group um having videos is tim hawkins with all of his song remakes like crispy cream didn't he redo a um it was like a Chick Fil A song, not the Chick Fil A. He did like a a weird uh, man. I'm trying to remember what it was. Pretty it was like an tractor. old like Metallica song or something like that. I'm, um, I can't think of the name of it. Dude, he has one. The Have you heard the things you don't say to your wife? No. Oh yeah. Oh man, dude, he's got a song called "Things You Don't Say to Your Wife." Every married man should listen to. I don't need to hear it. Tim Hawkins is I think great. It's, it's written like the third day, or not third, third day. Nope. Uh, uh, is it Green Day? Uh, time of Your Life? Is that who did the Time of Your Life? Oh, okay. These are things you don't say to your wife. Like the, <laughs> it was written like that. He did the, um, and I wonder if we could play it, but I don't know if it's on one of his albums, but he did that Christian Cuss Words one. Did y'all hear that one before? Oh, Cletus. Oh, no, no, but I just remembered another one I like. I I, I think I have heard the Christian cu- Chris, Christmas cuss words. Christmas cuss words. Yeah, I Christian found it. Christian cuss words. Uh, uh, no, he did um, Cletus Take the Real. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really like uh, Trey Kennedy. I think his stuff's awesome. He, he well... Cause he does that that um, the one one of my favorite things that he does is when he does that uh, like basic white girls in the fall or whatever, and he starts doing all the stereotypes of like pumpkin yeah. spice and the and the tall brown boots. He nails yeah. it. That's that's thing about him is he he nails exactly that stereotype. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. There's another another comedian that comes to mind. And uh, he's been around for a few years. He's gained popularity, but John Christ, and uh, he has pretty pretty big following. Uh, I've got to see him a few times on a few tours of his, and um, you know he started out with doing you know YouTube videos and things like that, and then he just started touring. And I was. You know, <clears throat> watching a lot of his videos, I, I said, "How you know when he announced his first tour, I'm like, how in the world is he going to do stand up? Because, you know, 
on he I've never seen him do stand up. Like all his videos are just him doing videos from his cell phone and making different funny videos. So it was interesting to see him actually do stand up and it was it was pretty funny. Like he grew up homeschooled and so, you know, he has a homeschool background, Christian background. Uh, his parents are pastors and everything. So a lot of his bits were um, geared, you know, the jokes were geared towards like homeschooling and just uh, r- being raised in church and everything like that. So uh, it, it was pretty funny. Um, and a lot of his videos, you know, have um, a lot of views, um, a lot of popularity in a lot of his videos. Uh, he's got a, a few videos uh, on the cancel culture videos are, are funny. And he's got one, I think that's a couple million uh, people have viewed it. The one where he's a parent at Disney World, where he's walking around uh, talking about different things at Disney World. That's a that's a real funny one. So, yeah, John Chris is another. Go ahead. He he. I was gonna say he he was he toured with Trey Kennedy. Um, yeah. Before, like they've they've done stuff together, and, and honestly, they're super similar. I feel in their in their right. comedy. Right. Yeah, it's funny. So yeah, John Crist is another one. Trey Kennedy. Hey, Michael Jr. is somebody that's pretty funny. He's uh, it, I, I I saw him actually it was like a few years ago. Um, I was at some conference. He wasn't there, but the the guy that was speaking used a clip of his, and I had no idea who he was. I I didn't know he was a comedian or anything, but he because he was in this clip, he was talking about, uh, and it was funny. Like he was telling this guy to sing a song, and then. Uh, had him re-sing it but he gave him like a scenario he basically was like sing amazing grace and the guy sang it and he was like all right now pretend you're at your best friend's funeral and he asked you to sing amazing grace at his funeral now sing it and then the guy sings it with a little more passion and his whole point yeah. that he was making was the why behind the what is more important and anyways but that was michael jr and uh and then I started looking him up, and I didn't realize he was a comedian. It's pretty funny. Uh, he actually had a movie my kids really liked, uh, Selfie Dad. Uh, it came out a couple of years ago, maybe, or, or just a year ago. But I mean, it was pretty funny. It was it, it was good. It was nice to have a movie where <laughs> it's funny, but there's also nothing in it that I have to worry about my, my kids, you know, like getting a bad message or anything. So, right. Uh, and apparently, because I Googled him earlier. Apparently he's 67 years old. And let me just wow. say, I hope when I'm 67 years old, I look, uh, well, I'm, I'm never going to look like a 67 year old black man, but uh, I hope <laughs> I look as good at 67 as Michael Jr. does. Yeah. Um, there was a couple, well, one other comedian I was thinking of and recently a last few years, I don't know exactly how many, but um Jeff Foxworthy is another comedian where he has gotten, you know, he's cleaned up um, his comedy and everything. And, you know, he's, he was a uh, um, famous for the, the, you might be a redneck jokes and the blue collar comedy and all that with Larry, the cable guy and Bill Ingvall. Um, But uh, recent years, he's come out about his faith in Christ and uh, even has, Apparently he's got a recording studio at his home and back in the, you know, the the last few years they were together third day recorded, I believe their last two albums at Jeff Foxworthy's uh, recording studio. And I remember Mac Powell on his social media talking about, you know, going there and hanging out with Jeff and 
you know, getting to record their last few albums there. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. He's, I know Jeff Foxworthy has been, um, cause, cause the kids the other day, they were on Netflix and they found the American Bible challenge. It's oh yeah. Yeah. One. It's an older one, do that. Uh, but they, they liked, you know, like that. And all of a sudden I heard his voice and I was like, I was like, Oh, that's Jeff Foxworthy. I was like, I didn't know he was hosting that. Right. And it was it was cool because it was Jeff Foxworthy was hosting it and Kirk Franklin was the DJ for the sh- for the show. Oh yeah, that's funny. Well, boys, um, it's been fun. It's a fun episode just to talk and kick back and relax. And again, we hope everybody out there has a wonderful Thanksgiving and a good week this week. And we all have a lot to be thankful for. Um, Myself, you know, obviously battling COVID not too long ago. Um, I'm reminded of a, of a verse. Uh, we talked about it the other day. Um, actually, I teach my part-time position at the church that I'm at. Uh, I do a Bible class every week. And uh, one of the things that we're talking about is a, a verse in Thessalonians. And it, and it says to be thankful in all circumstances. And, I, you know, I got to think, I was like, man, I... You know, I read that verse a few times and a lot of people would encourage me with different verses. But that verse in particular, when I was actually in the hospital and I see you, I would I would read that verse. And, you know, I'm like, God, you know, I've I've preached this before and I've told other people, you know, about that verse and just the meaning behind it. But I actually have to live it now. And, you know, regardless of my circumstances that were facing me at the time. Um, you know, I still had to choose to, to praise God no matter what, and to be thankful because, you know, if God chose to, to take me home after 37 years, I was, I was thankful for the 37 years God gave me. And I would, I was still going to praise him no matter what, if he chose to heal me here while I'm living on the earth or to choose to heal me, you know, by going to heaven. And, um, I thank God, though, that, you know, that he chose to heal me here. But but that verse, you know, is legit. You know, when times are tough, when times are not looking so good, um, especially, you know, even at the point of death, are you going to be thankful still? Are you still going to praise God? And a lot of people right now are going through a lot of things in their life. And you could either choose um, to not praise God in your, in your circumstance or, or not to be thankful, um, or you can choose and, uh, to be thankful. And so, you know, I'm, I'm just really thankful this year, um, to get to be with my family th- during Thanksgiving and to get to go home for Kentucky to see all of my other family, to see my brothers that I get to talk to every week, several times a week, and my other brother, Nathan, and, my sister and my mom and just everybody, my dad. So it's going to be great uh, just to get to see everybody and truly am thankful this year. So sorry for the, the uh, soapbox addition, but yeah. Nate, you're fine. Um, but yeah, you win. I was just going to say, I'm thankful for my family, <laughs> <laughs> but you won, man. No, it's true Whatever. though. Every, everything you said, it, that resonates with me. You just canceled <laughs> all the out. comedy that we just talked about. You just canceled <laughs> it right there, Jake. We got oh, real serious all Lord. of a sudden. No. Well, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, guys. Chris, I'll see you 
and um, everyone else. Have a good Thanksgiving and take some time to listen to some Mark Lowry, steal some jokes, and test them out on your family this holidays. See you guys on the next episode.